0: Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home freebirth free guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife my own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBACs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey guys, before we get into this podcast episode, I wanted to let you know that the doors are open to my home birth group mentoring program and I've just released a six part payment for only $60 a month, which is amazing, right? You can join me and it's only $60 a month. We're going to have two live calls a month so you can talk to me about any mindset challenges. Fill in any birth knowledge gaps in between our sessions. You'll have access to me in a Facebook group. So you can reach out whenever you want to. If something comes up where you get fearful or worried about something, you can unpack that in the group with us. And, of course, you get access to an eight-module home birth program with resources in video form, in workbook form, there's meditations in there. It's an all-inclusive, high-touch mentoring program designed for mamas just like you. Majority of the women in the group are VBAC mamas as well, VBAC home birth mamas. So we're going to go through this journey together. Doors are only open for another week, so they're, they're closing next Tuesday. This is your last opportunity to join me in such an amazing, value-packed way and be able to join us for such a low cost offer as well. And doors are closing next Tuesday. They will not reopen until 2024. If you're thinking about having a VBAC home birth, if you're pregnant and planning a VBAC home birth, this is the program for you. And you can also get support in your postpartum too. It doesn't end just because you're midway through your journey, or you still got a couple months left to get support. The support goes on into the postpartum too. I want you to know this is a full support, high-touch mentoring program with very small limited numbers too. Send me a DM or check out, check out on Instagram. And I would love to have you on the program. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Hello, welcome to another episode on the podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. And I've just gotten off a call, a a birth debrief with one of my clients who I supported as a VIP client. And I worked with her for four to six months through her pregnancy. And she just had a VBAC free birth. And oh, it was such a wonderful, I love doing birth debriefs with my clients. I love doing birth debriefs, even to get to know clients. So some ways that I do birth debriefs is either at the end of working with clients. So we've gone through the pregnancy together or we've touched base throughout the pregnancy. And then after the birth, we have a birth debrief. And and sometimes I have birth debriefs with clients who are starting their journey with me and we're debriefing maybe a cesarean birth or something like that. And then we're starting to work out plans for a future, more positive birthing experience, usually at home. And so this one was... My client who had just had her glorious VBAC free birth or home birth, it was plant, it was a home birth anyways, but the midwives didn't make it in time and she had her doula. And one of the things that she just said to me at the end of our conversation, after all the glorious and wonderful things that she shared, was that it takes a village to raise a mother. And when I was doing postpartum training, that was one of the things through newborn mothers that julia jones speaks about it takes a village you know they talk about it takes a village to raise a baby but it really takes a village to raise a mother the mother's ultimately the primary caregiver of the baby most of the time in our culture and is the one that's looking after and nurturing the baby and the family the glue to the family a lot of the time definitely is in my family i'm at home with my children homeschooling and i was at home with them when they were little and I I needed to be really grounded and, and, and f- have a strong foundation to myself and to be able to pass that on and be the best mum that I could be. And we all have to. That's why we have to always continue to strive to be the best versions of ourselves, looking after ourselves, getting the support and building the villages that we need so that we can be as resilient and strong as we can. And I know that when we come from traumatic birth experiences I've been through the most what I would say was one of the most horrific experiences of my life and I had post post post-traumatic stress disorder of flashbacks I had so much grief and so much emotion that I was working through trying to work through on my own isolated at home with two little ones a 24 month old and a newborn baby while trying to recover physically from a c section and losing so much blood and then the emotional side as well and just feeling completely closed off and through that process i i learned and i trained as a postpartum professional and i learned all of the skills that i have now for supporting women in motherhood in postpartum and building those villages and and getting that support team but i'd never thought about it in in the same context for your home birth experience I'd never thought of it takes a village to raise a mother. And so my client had had this experience. I was part of her team. She had a dream home birth team, a a dream team around her. She had a doula. She ended up having a midwife through the public system And she had me and she had, you know, through the pregnancy, she had me as one of her team members. And then she also had a couple of other people that came in and out for little bits and pieces as well to support and lift her through that journey. And a lot of my clients do have that sort of system around them where they might be seeing a chiropractor. They might have a doula. They might have a a midwife. They might be working with me. They might be doing a program or they might be doing my program. All of these things combined, it really does, it really does shape the experience. And so every woman's different. Everyone, every woman needs different amounts of support through that experience, of course, because we all have different budgets, we all have different support systems. Some of us have great support systems around us through family, or perhaps we're part of a church and we have a religion, and so we've got a lot of people around us in that capacity. Maybe we've got a lot of neighbors that we're friends with and everyone's different, but at the same, on the same scale, everyone kind of needs some sort of support system. And I was having a chat with Dr. Stu today. I interviewed him on my podcast and he mentioned that 12 year old girls should be saving up their money for their future home birth. That was one of the questions I asked him was what message do you want to share? And I thought that's a bit ludicrous you know, 12-year-old girls saving up for their, for their home birth. But I thought maybe the mothers could save up for them as a gift. But at the same time, I suppose if we have these conversations with our children, and I have three daughters, so I could definitely have this conversation with my children, I have them doing the Barefoot Investor where they they have to have a job for me. I don't know if you've read the book, but he's got this kid's book that teaches them to be, uh, they, they, they work for you and they get a certain amount of money based on their age. So my daughter's eight, so she gets $8. She's got to do two chores on a Sunday we've organized the day. And then throughout the week, she also has to do chores as being part of our family. And she gets $8, but she has to divvy it up into three different compartments. One is spend, one is save, and one is to give. And the purpose of that is to teach them the value of money, the value of giving, the value of spending, and also the value of saving for a future so we talk about investments and she's only eight but because i have my own business and i'm very interested in investments and finance and all those things i do talk to her about the way to make money and and the way to save and and the way to split your money up and all that sort of thing without getting all boring and bookkeeping and financing you know going into the finance stuff maybe you're interested in this too maybe you follow along and do the same thing with your kids But there could be a way that my daughter could invest for her future. And I say to her all the time, I say to my girls, like, maybe one day you'll get married, maybe one day you won't get married. Maybe you'll get married to a woman, maybe you'll get married to a man. Maybe you won't get married at all and you'll be single for the rest of your life. Maybe you'll have kids, maybe you won't have kids. And so I'm trying to be very open-minded. Perhaps these are some of your options. I don't have any expectations, my only expectation is that you're happy and you make choices that align for you and are not making choices based on what I think you should be doing. And, but in saying that I do, obviously she knows mum has a business and I help mummies the way she puts it is I have mummy. I help mummies have home births and I help pregnant ladies. And we talk about my business a lot because mummy's always working. Mummy works on these days and at the moment, while I'm doing this podcast, the my family are out. My My husband has taken the kids out. It's 8.30 o'clock at night and they'll be home soon. But quite often when I have night sessions with clients or when I'm doing the podcast, my family have to leave the house because I've got a small house. So they're very much aware of what my mummy does and they're very much like involved in the process and I show them my Instagram and things like that. So Anyway, the concept of a twelve-year-old saving. Let's just say that perhaps they do save, and say it's five thousand dollars. We're not going to worry about inflation and things going up, but let's just say it's let's just say it's five thousand dollars divided by you now. If they're so they have their first child when they're about thirty, let's just say it's fifteen. That's three hundred and thirty-three dollars a year. That I mean, either she has to save or I have to save which works out to be about six dollars a week obviously that's over a 15 year period very interesting six dollars a week isn't much but how does that obviously that's that's a little insight nugget for you that perhaps if you've got girls maybe that's something you want to gift instead of gifting a pram you gift half of a home birth or an option or a it doesn't have to be a home birth. It could be, you know, money towards a doula. It could be money towards, um, it could be money towards whatever it is, whatever they want. But essentially you're having these conversations about a village. It could be a postpartum doula. It could be a food service. It could be those sorts of things. And um, what about for ourselves? What can we do for ourselves? And so I understand that everyone's got their own budget restrictions investing in a in a team whether it's a doula to attend you to be supportive whether it's somebody to be supporting you in postpartum because postpartum I hear this a lot from my clients actually even though I have conversations about postpartum doulas and hiring cleaners and these sorts of things sometimes I think especially maybe when it comes to home birth because we're investing so much money into our home birth team that we sometimes don't allow or we don't know sometimes that how important it is to have support in our postpartum as well and so we have our first baby and then it's okay but then you have another one and it's really it gets a bit harder when you've got two kids at home or you're going on to have your third and then the the reality of having three children at home and limited support becomes a bit more trickier or perhaps it's the experience of having such a great support team throughout the pregnancy and being so held and supported and then that support team kind of disappears after the after that um, experience and that certainly would have been the case for me um, if I hadn't have hired a postpartum doula because I found with the birth doula it was pretty much like you see them once or twice after the birth and then that's kind of it. It's not really an ongoing thing. And so after that, if you have been supported through that process afterwards, I suppose it could feel a bit like a, a bit of a letdown if you don't have that sort of support or you don't have that organized, but having that much support throughout your pregnancy and having people that you can talk to about your, your fears, your worries, or Things that come up. So some things that can come up is like, is my baby too big? Is my baby too small? Have I got blood pressure? These are some of the issues that I see with my clients come up. Is my blood pressure okay? Are my sugar levels okay? Um, Am I feeling okay? Uh, What else? is am I going to be out of birth my baby? And being able to bounce these conversations around with somebody or multiple somebodies in your birth team gives you different perspectives. Or sometimes I've found it to be helpful when sometimes we need that extra reassurance. So I found it with my client sometimes I might say something and then my client still like they're working through it. But then maybe they might still kind of have it happening in the background and then they speak to their midwife and then they say similar things and then that seed that plants a seed a little bit more and then they speak to their jeweler, and then that person says similar things and then eventually it kind of sinks in and it's kind of like that collective support and that collective wisdom and sometimes it's the massage therapist that says something just this I'm imagining because I don't know what they look like but Um, One of my clients had this amazing massage therapist who was like this old ex midwife, witchy lady. And she said some things that cemented some of the um, conversations that we had through her pregnancy. And so every person in your team, if you choose the right team, they energetically add to the atmosphere and the excitement and the sacredness and the positive message At the same time, every time you connect with the hospital system or you connect with the system and they're giving you a negative message and they're reinforcing that, you need to rely on your team even more. And so it really is important that you do have a village around you that is raising you up and lifting you up and supporting you through this process and like I said, some people need more support than others based on their personality, temperament, their past experiences, what their current support levels are. And obviously, not everyone's in the situation that they're able to afford somebody. And so, there are low cost options out there for you. So, for people who can afford a few thousand dollars, five thousand, seven thousand, you can get the cleaning, you can get a postpartum doula, you can get a doula, a birth doula, you can do this, you can do that. For somebody who doesn't have those budgets or money available to you, if you're not currently pregnant, what can you put aside for your future pregnancy? Maybe you're not going to be having a baby for another three years or maybe investing in a lower cost offer like the my home birth group mentoring program that I've got is a lower cost offer that you can invest in and get some support and so you're getting some foundational support through that that period or maybe it's joining free facebook groups groups or meeting up with home birth your local home birth um, group and actually going to meetings once a month or maybe it is going to facebook did i say facebook groups i think i did but there's so many different community things around that you can get that support in different ways from different people. You've just got to be very inventive about it. And sometimes it doesn't have to be home birth necessarily. If you're feeling super alone, there are community things that you can take part in as a pregnant woman or as a new mother all the time to find that connection and um can you know connection through that time, which can be challenging. So I just, I wanted to talk about this while it was fresh in my mind, because I really do think that it is important for us as women that we understand that we're supposed to be connected to other women. And I do understand that there is a bit of a sister wound for a lot of us, which I hope many of us can heal. I hope that many of us, every time we take a step towards a woman who's sharing the wisdom, sharing the experiences, sharing the love. Putting themselves out there. I hope it does give some sort of healing. And there are so many women in our community giving support and love that are not going out there to hurt us. And even though sometimes we get hurt by women or by people in this community or in life, most people aren't going out to hurt people. It's just we get hurt sometimes unintentionally. And I I inherently believe that there are more people out there trying to make good things happen. And so just follow, it's like, follow that, that golden path, follow the yellow brick road and you will find your support. You will be able to build whatever it is that you need to build. And, you know, if you have any questions or you're getting stuck or you're feeling, you know, really isolated or anything, feel free to send me a message on, uh, on Instagram, send me a DM. I'm more than happy to try to connect you with a group or even talk to you about um, what sort of supports I can offer uh, at a lower cost, you know, with my programs, whatever's happening at the time. I don't know what I'm creating in the future. There may be something even more low cost happening or something free that I'm putting on. And so I don't want anyone to ever feel alone. And that's why I do offer free things and I do offer premium things. I do offer, you know, smaller things and, and so everyone can have something so that nobody's left out and there's so many opportunities for you around you might not be able to afford a a doula who's got 10 years experience but maybe you can find a student doula maybe they're not as experienced but maybe they're super passionate maybe they're the right person for you maybe it only costs five hundred dollars you know there's always that where well, there's a will there's a way and just follow your intuition. You don't want to let everyone in or anyone in, but follow your intuition and, and allow that to guide you. I really want to send you so much love. I hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you. Um, And I look forward to bringing you more podcast episodes in the future. So much love to you. Shine bright. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC home birth stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC home birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review each review helps me get this message out to more women, just like us want to follow along and get freebies and offerings. Find me on Instagram, Ashley L winning and send me a DM to say hi and come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search VBAC Homebirth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.